The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Bupa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at bupa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 8th of May. In your squiz today, the current restrictions that are likely to remain in place, the Royal Commission's findings on Cardinal George Pell are released, Israel is one step closer to having a government, and the sport with no crowd. This is your squiz today. Expectation has been building ahead of today's National Cabinet meeting. We'll know more later this afternoon, of course, but lots of families are hoping for some easing of the social distancing rules ahead of Mother's Day. That decision is essentially up to state and territory leaders. So let's take a quick look at where the states are in that regard. Claire, New South Wales and Victoria have indicated that there'll be no change in their rules ahead of the weekend. Victoria is still under fairly tight lockdown measures. Currently, residents can only leave their home for essential reasons. In New South Wales, two adults and their dependent children can visit another household, but those state premiers aren't looking at anything in time for Mother's Day. In Queensland, restrictions are slightly easing. Household groups of five people can visit another home from this Sunday. Let's have a look at South Australia, Western Australia and the Northern Territory. Those states currently allow up to 10 people together. They've had a very low level of cases and uh, what they look at is those 10 people coming together as long as social distancing happens. If you're in the Northern Territory, there's actually a plan in place there to reopen pubs and restaurants next week. Lucky NT. Yeah. And how about Tasmania and the ACT? If you're in Tassie or the ACT, there's some conditions around visiting people, but really it's still in fairly tight conditions. Uh, Again, not looking at any changes in time for the weekend. What the government is talking about, though, when it comes to next steps is a kind of framework. Claire, take us through that. The suggestion is that there'll be four-week blocks, and in those blocks, some restrictions will be lifted, and that will give health experts a chance to measure the effect and make sure we stay on top of the COVID-19 outbreak. When it comes, though, to priorities, it's the economy, particularly that Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, is interested in, and of course, the state premiers as well. So it's expected that a plan to reopen business and schools is a priority today for discussions as well. And if you want the technical term for that time frame, it's an epidemiological time frame, which we'll monitor any upticks in infections. It's very fancy, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. That's a fact for your Friday. (laughs) In a quick update from yesterday, the aged care home in Sydney that's seen 16 deaths will keep their licence to operate. They have appointed an independent advisor to manage the COVID-19 outbreak and have agreed not to admit any new residents until concerns are fully addressed. The families of residents are said to be quite relieved about that. They say that things have improved uh, in recent days, particularly the communication between uh, the home's administrators and families and residents. The findings of the Royal Commission into Institutional Child Sexual Abuse on Cardinal George Pell's knowledge and handling of abuse allegations within the Catholic Church have been released. Much of this had previously been redacted while his own case was going on. What were the findings of the Commission, Claire? Long story short, what commissioners found was that Pell was conscious of child sexual abuse by clergy as early as 1973. That's certainly something that uh, campaigners against 
past clerical child abuse uh, thought and now that seems to be borne out in that big investigation that was of course a, a big deal uh, when those findings were released in 2017. Cardinal George Pell says he's surprised by the Commission's findings and says that they aren't supported by evidence. In international news now, Israel is one step closer to locking in their new coalition government after the Supreme Court ruled that Benjamin Netanyahu can legally form a government while facing corruption charges. It doesn't much like the arrangement. It said that it's not really that interested in Netanyahu continuing uh, and it also has concerns about the deal that has been struck between uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and his former rival, Benny Gantz, who leads the Blue and White Alliance, but it has waved it through saying that it couldn't stand in the way of either of those things. They'll be sworn into Parliament on May 13. The arrangement will see Netanyahu continue as PM for the next 18 months before Benny Gantz has his 18-month stint. How many elections did it take to get here, Claire? Uh, three elections Oof. and a year of uncertainty. So it's been been a long haul, uh, that one. <laughs> a long road indeed. And back in Venezuela, one of the two US soldiers involved in an alleged armed incursion to overthrow President Nicolas Maduro has appeared in a video broadcast seeming to confess to the plot. What analysts say is they're not really sure whether he has been uh, put under coercion to say what he said, which is that the American government was well aware that uh, this operation was on and that there is uh, an intention to overthrow the government of Nicolas Maduro. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the government will use every tool to get the two former U.S. soldiers home. And it being Friday, we've got a couple of great recommendations in our Friday lights. You've strayed into the sporting arena with some at-home yoga. I was interested in what friends have been saying about doing various exercise through YouTube videos, um, various um, things that they've picked up during this time of lockdown. So uh, it took me down a bit of a rabbit hole. And there was a really interesting article that I've put a link into there uh, about yoga with Adrienne, which is one of the more popular offers on YouTube and you know she does everything from you know if you sit at your desk for too long through to you know whether you're just feeling a bit anxious and need to do a bit of stretching so yeah it's an interesting look at that whole field. It's said that her videos are like doing yoga with a really nice neighbour and I think that just sounds lovely. It does sound a bit nice. If I have to exercise. If you have to yeah that's right. (laughs) And if you're after a good belly laugh, check out the video of a reporter in the US fleeing in terror from a turkey. You're not scared of turkeys, Claire. You found this very funny. (laughs) I grew up with geese. So, Ah. you know, if you can stand up to geese, then you can stand up to any of those birds. But yeah, Terrible Tom is his name. It's a video that's been around for a while, but I was only made aware of it this week. And I've watched it, I think, about eight or nine times. It just makes me (laughs) laugh a lot. It's good for the belly laughs, that. That's for sure. And if you've been spending more time in the kitchen than usual, then you've probably run yourself into a kitchen injury. We've also got a link in the Squiz Today email on how to deal with some of those common ones, such as oven burns, which is my specialty. And yours is getting chilly in your eye, Claire. Done that a couple of times, a cotton pad uh, with a bit of milk on it. Um, and you just dab it around your eye, that does work. That's one of the tips in there. (laughs) Might be a good one to bookmark if you are a bit of a kitchen klutz. 
Claire, what's the subject line today? Subject line today is Lady Gaga. I live for the applause, applause, applause. Uh, That's in relation to a story about South Korean baseball. It's back on. Sport-starved crowds around the world are really... Uh, excited about South Korean baseball because it's about the only live sport on at the moment. But interestingly, they have a whole stadium set up. There's no crowd, but they have uh, inserted a fake crowd and they're all wearing (laughs) masks, which seems the very safe thing to do in these times, I guess. They also have real cheerleaders, though, uh, hyping up the fake crowd. Don't know exactly how that works, but yeah, good on them. And I think that's all from us this week. As always, you can find links to stories covered and especially those Friday lights in the Squiz Today email. Have a great weekend and we will talk to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.